This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. What is up, guys? It is Hawkside Guns, and this is kind of a uh, a mini shot show review. And uh, what I thought we'd do is uh, take a look at some of the stuff that we've been seeing from the coverage and uh, the the different interviews and the the range days that various uh, people have had, and, and that. Uh, all the companies are releasing on their websites now, so you can kind of see what's going on. We're going to kind of group these into a couple of different slots here. One is, that's eh, interesting. Two is, precious, you know, like the, I must have that. And three is, uh, WTF. So, uh, we're going to kind of look at it through that lens and see kind of what's uh, what's going on. Jake, you want to start with a, uh, a firearm that you saw in the last week that you would like to go over? Well, I'll start on one just because it's one of the few that is utterly unique from the list that you sent me that you were interested in is Taylors and Company. Do you know who they are? I don't believe so. They they make a lot of vintage replica stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, replica, it, but ma- mainly like cowboy age stuff. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, they have decided to do a 1873 Cattleman in 9mm. Oh, wow. And you know my, my – so like 9mm is like my caliber. <laughs> so the idea of being able to – so, I mean, I, I've looked at a lot of these wheel guns. I mean, we've, we've gushed over the, uh, the, the, the tactical twenty two. Um, I've looked at a lot of these wheel guns over the over the years, but they've never really been in a caliber that interests me. So looking at at a Western wheel gun in nine millimeter is, is something I'm going that 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 could be fun. Now I didn't see an MSRP on it, but that could still be a lot of fun. And I'll actually send you over a picture of it real quick. Well, their other uh, their black powder 1873 Cattleman is. Not cheap either. That's 580. So that's just the black powder version. I'd imagine the nine millimeter is going to be more expensive than that. So I. But but that's still I see that's that's not a any of the ones that goes into the ooh I need that. That's, no, that, I, that's I, just a that's that that could be really cool. It could be, you know, and anything that looks like a like a Western wheel gun. I've got oh no, that is pretty. It looks kind of like a Ruger Vaquero. Only it does a little more plain, but serviceable. That well, looks I mean, nice. It, actually, it's got it's got a nice wood grip on it. That's um, checkered uh, all the way checkered. up. Yeah, and uh, it uh, it looks really comfy. I I like the way that it's blued. It, you know what? It, it looks the best way to put it to me is it looks vintage. It does. No, it looks period correct. Honestly, I I would consider that were I in the market for another cowboy gun. I honestly would. That's that's at least interesting. I like you're well, saying there's no pricing on it or anything I, like that. I, I've I've kind of see the thing is is that even though it's not what's going to make me rush out to the store right now, I have been looking for something of that nature just to look and feel cool along with my um, Henry. Yeah. And but all the other ones that I've seen are either gigantic. 44 long Colts, which is really just doesn't hold a whole lot of interest to me, or tiny little. Um, uh, 22s, which, as we've discussed, because you've been through it, 
people are going to tease me about, and I can't handle that. I'm too fragile. I can't take that kind of rejection. <laughs> uh, well, this is kind of a happy medium, and you get to say, yeah, it's 9mm. That's that's actually pretty cool. I don't mind that at all. I'd, I'd give it that kind of rating. That's uh, That's not bad at all. Let's see here. Well, along the same lines, as long as we're doing a revolver, um, the the bullpup pistol, the three fifty seven Magnum bullpup pistol, it's not even like there's three stages I put uh, guns that you see at shot show in, right? There's there's it's at range day, which means they're it's already in production. They're just trying to get the numbers built up. They've they've already kind of figured it out and they're making them, right? That's range day. Then you get back in, and there's a there's a full to maybe a full working version. It may not have a firing pin or the right bolt in it or some of the springs or something like that. Mostly working. Or when they were talking to the guys from High Point, yeah, that was just a 3D printed model. Please don't drop it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, the 3D printed model means you ain't seeing that thing anytime soon. It may be coming. They're just trying to create hype for it, and that's where the bullpup revolver pistol comes from. They have not made a single one of them. Uh, they're, there's, they're still in the design phase. Uh, you, I mean, look at 2025, maybe, maybe. Now I will admit that, 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 that bullpup revolver, whether it is a 22 Magnum or a 357 Magnum, that I will admit that that goes into my classification of dear God, why? Yeah. Why do you need that? That's not something you need. Like, uh, be, because the, the worst part about this is I've done some reading on it and I, and I do know some of the, um, benefits of bullpups like bullpup rifles and bullpup shotguns and even some bullpup pistols with that said i cannot find an actual benefit to bullpupping a revolver in this nature if there is one i've never heard of it that doesn't necessarily mean there isn't one i've never had one in my hand i've never fired one i have fired bullpup shotguns so when i when i look at this i find myself sounding like ian malcolm from uh jurassic park going you are so uh desperate to figure out whether or not you could you didn't stop to ask if you should. <laughs> now you're John Hammond. I am not sure. I, it definitely falls into the WTF, you know, category to me. I I was like, it's an interesting idea, and you look at it and go, why would you need that? And that's exactly it, you know, just because it's something different. Now, <clears throat> I have to I have to talk about it. You know, I have to talk about it. I I, I yeah no no this was gonna happen. Go. I, It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Beretta, in their infinite wisdom, has seen fit to bring back what is the correct pistol to the world. And uh, by that I mean the uh, newly released, or about to be newly released, 80X Cheetah. So... What has happened is Beretta has gotten tired of everybody whining <laughs> that they want cheetahs, and Beretta's tired of making them. Uh, it was an old gun. It was from the 70s, uh, 60s, 70s, I guess well, 70s. They only stopped making them like a few years ago, though. It's only been like five or six years that they've been completely out of production. Yeah, and, and they would do some for the Italian police and Spanish police and French police. Like over in Europe, they would do some police versions of them. And the problem was everybody just kept asking for them. And I guess Beretta got tired enough that they went fine, screw it. We'll re we'll re up it, and we'll do to the cheetah what we did to the ninety two. So if you look at the ninety two X and you look at the cheetah, uh, the eighty X, 
uh, you'll notice they did roughly the same things. Uh, there are more front striations uh, for the on the slide. Uh, they put a light Picatinny on it on the underside under the, the barrel there. The, the, the grip is also, I guess, the best way you might want to put it is modernized. Yes, the the grip is modernized. It's a little flatter. Uh, they took the eighty four BB basically, so this is a double stack pistol, so you're not having to worry about capacity issues. Uh, that you would do, uh, like some people would do on an 85, like I have. Do, where... do, do I remember correctly that they're saying this, this thing actually will hold 13 rounds? Yes. Uh, plus mm-hmm. one? Plus okay. one. Mm-hmm. So this is actually a full-size 380 duty pistol, if you believe such a thing exists, Clint Smith. There's, uh, I always pick on Clint Smith because he hates 380s, right? And it's where the arrogant guy hates 380. But even the arrogant guy loves the, the cheetah, you know, which I I really hate that he and I like the same gun because he loves <laughs> he loves his cheetah he loves it and well, he loved well, this thing. Well, think about it, but, it, but it, even if he doesn't really, even if it's not really the thing that he would jump at and go, oh, that's my thing, it ticks all of his boxes in the same way that it ticks all of yours. Yeah, uh, you've got uh, it's it's a high capacity um, firearm, you know, thirteen rounds. Now it's not going to hold your like Glock nineteen, fifteen rounds of nine millimeter. No, but compared to your other three eighties, or even a lot of your very uh, contact concealed carry compact concealed carry pistols these days, thirteen's a lot. Yeah, it's it's doing pretty good. I mean, my I mean, my, um, my P three sixty five holds twelve plus one, but that's with an extended grip. Yeah, this is flat. Right, flat floor plate. This thing holds thirteen plus one. It has an open, uh, just like the ninety two and the Cheetahs always have had. It has an open ended top slide, so you don't get jams. They put the screw insets for optics on the top of it, just like they did with the ninety two X. Like I said, the Picatinny rail. They modernized the grip, which I think is a good way of putting it, which is exactly what it is. They've really went through and just put the modern features that shooters and concealed uh, people and and police organizations and stuff like that demand now, but kept it largely. I mean, if you look at this and just did a quick take, it looks just like the old Cheetahs. It it really does. So they really didn't change much, which is exactly what you'd want, right? But even then, with the, the this little bit of added weight to it, and unlike the added weight to something like the PPK, Supposedly, the recoil and the felt recoil on this is next to nothing. Yeah, they said it's it's noticeably less because they've kind of shifted some weight around a little bit, and the little bit they've added has really been in strategic places, and it's just really reduced the recoil. Now, I've heard it several different ways, but the official numbers seem to hover around forty percent reduction in recoil, which is outstanding. So they're saying it's basically not quite, but almost half the recoil that it used to have. Which it doesn't have a lot to begin with. And then, then for those who deal with issues with hand strength, uh, the, the reduced recoil spring, because of all of this, you didn't need as heavy of a recoil spring. Supposedly, it's a dream to rack as well. Yeah, and that's what everybody's saying. They're they're like, wow, this is really transformed a tried and true design into something that's really exceptional. And um, I haven't heard Anyone who's picked it up, even arrogant guy, even everyone who's picked it up has just been surprised and very glowing about it. Even if they didn't like it specifically because it wasn't their caliber or whatever it is, went, wow, that's a nice gun. 
And that's pretty rare. It's doing really well. Now, they've had this on Range Day, apparently. Everybody loved it. They're looking at this year that this thing is actually going to be available to the public. And the, the thing that hurts my soul is the price point. Actually, if you start talking about the fact that that's MSRP and it's not going to go for MSRP, that's actually not nearly as bad as either of us were thinking it was going to be. No, happen. it'll probably be about the same as a 92. To be quite honest, that's about what you're going to pay for you're it. You're probably looking about a $650 gun. That's what I think. Um, now, I I would I would buy I, I that had for to, that. I had to remind myself that when I was looking at all the prices that they, that these people were talking about and wanting to fall over for some of these things, that it was MSRP, not what they actually go for. Yeah, and and Beretta America or Beretta USA is pretty good about putting them at a really good competitive well, price point. That was the other thing is that it is being manufactured in the U.S. Yeah. No, it is. That's where, surprisingly enough, that's where a lot of the demand is coming from. Uh, the U.S. Well, likes 380s. Well, the, the, it's one of those ones that you can also kind of go into that uh, I, I don't know how far you want to go into politics lately, but the ATF is also making it even harder to import firearms. Yeah, no, it is. Well, uh, So the point being that is not to go into politics, but part of the uh, inspiration on this was the fact that it, it had to be made to the point where it could be made in the U.S. I think they did a fantastic job. I really do. I mean, I know 9mm is king and probably will be for the foreseeable future, but I personally love a full-size three eighty, well, and this is beautiful. Well, not to go you know, in any way, shape, or form sexist, but you know, this is being marketed like a lot of things these days towards the newest and heaviestly, excuse me, not heaviestly, the fastest growing market for people uh, looking for firearms these days, and that's women. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. So so you're going to start seeing more 380s coming. I mean, um, one of the, if you and if you want to switch brands to some extent, one of my WTFs is actually, even though it would for me be a WTF, it's probably excellent if they're marketing towards that market is... Um, Smith and Wesson's new concealed carry pistol. I don't know if I saw that. What was oh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on what it's called because it's not. It, it's it, it's basically if um, a shield and an EZ. Oh had a no, child. I did see that. No, 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 I did, I did, I did. I and, think we even talked about it. it yeah, and yeah, I can't, yeah. And, and I can I'm drawing a blank and I'm trying to look it up right now because it's going to make me drive me nuts with the actual what they're actually calling the model. But uh, I hate this pistol. <laughs> Well, one of the other things I was going to talk about today, because there's a couple of 1911-ish type firearms on on my list, and the really cool thing that I'm finding, because it's one of the things, especially in the Springfields, um, that I've always hated is the grip safety. Is it the equalizer? Yes. I, I, I was like, it's a movie. It's a movie. And I, all I was getting was I, I just I couldn't remember. And I was like, but um, but it, it, most other firearm companies are going away from the grip safety. And yet Smith and Wesson has decided that they're going to bring it back. Yeah, I'm not sure why that is like like there's nobody ever who went, oh, man, the grip safety is perfect. Like it doesn't it didn't work for on the Luger and it doesn't work on this. You know, it's like, why? Like, I don't. I don't know. And I and I know what you're saying because they're doing it specifically whereas like the Beretta Cheetah for me is a lock and it's like a I must have that. You know, you look at the equalizer and it's like it's it's a lot of it's stuff I just don't want. Like it's I mean, I love an, uh, a hammer-fired firearm. I love an external manual safety, but I like a Wait switch. Is the is the equalizer a hammer fire? Am I missing that? No. 
It's not. What I'm saying is I like oh. Hammer Fired. I like I like some of the things that they push at new shooters is is really what I'm saying. Um, they push stuff like, um, you know, if you're not comfortable with a striker fire weapon, you know, a, a hammer fired weapon is, is for you. If you're uncomfortable with, you know, no external safety, then, you know, go Glock. If not, go this. So this is kind of pushed towards that newer shooter. It has two external manual safeties, right? The grip safety, and it does have another external safety on it. And I will admit. Even when I was working in the store, even though I personally loathe the firearm, I sold, actively sold, the EZ towards a lot of new shooters. Dude, my, my sister has one. She loves it. Uh, she but, loves it. Yeah, but but even then, so I'm looking at this, uh, the, the new Equalizer, and it's kind of like, for I, I get why. I understand why, and I know there's a market for what it is. But I'm looking at it going, no, just no. <laughs> Smith & Wesson automatics, okay, automatics, kind of fall in the same space for me as a lot of the Springfield stuff. They look neat. Uh, you're giving them more credit than I do. I don't want one, you know. <laughs> this from a guy who was really going to buy one at one time, you know. The Springfield, for, to me, really looks neat, but I'm not going to buy one. Uh, these, I don't even think they look neat. Well, I don't think the Equalizer does, but I'm saying just like Smith & Wesson Automatics in general. I'm not really a fan. I, I think they look neat. Every time I see them, I'm like, man, that's neat. You know, you know when you go to look at it, you're, you know, to, to actually put it in your hand and your racket and you do stuff with it, you're like, yeah. Well, here's an example. Speaking of Springfield, right? Springfield Armory, uh, 1911, series, the Prodigy. Oh, no, no. See, once again, that is a Springfield I'd buy. Now, I can't afford it, but I'd buy it. Yeah, they aren't cheap. Okay, that's like fifteen hundred bucks worth of nineteen eleven right there. However, it is a double stack nine eleven, and you're seeing a lot of those. It's the Prodigy DS, which is it stands for double stack. You're seeing a lot of double stack nine elevens come out right now. A lot and, of. Double and I don't stack have a picture of that one right in front of me, but if I'm if I'm I'm pretty sure if I'm right that that's one of the ones they took the grip safety off of. Uh, it looks like it has grip safety on. Oh, okay, then I'm wrong. I've yeah, I mean, I, I guess it. Again. I guess it doesn't. Ha- no, it's got a grip safety. Yeah. Uh, there was one, and I'm trying to find the picture of it right now, that it was like, and we got rid of the grip safety. <laughs> like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I, I I love the look of it. I think it's a really clean gun. I just, I'm not, uh, and maybe it's just because I haven't learned to shoot them as well. I'm not as much of a 1911 guy. I much prefer something more Beretta-y. Well, the the, the only thing that's going to be different between your Beretta and your and a a 1911 and 9mm in that fashion would primarily be the fact that the 9mm has to be cocked. Yeah. You don't have a double action trigger on a on a 1911. No, and I don't like walking around on and, a half cock and, either. And, and, and have you noticed that the other big thing that uh, Beretta did was a new 92 uh, uh, FX with that is single action only? Yeah. You're not walking around cocked and locked? I mean, I love the look of the Prodigy. I don't know. I don't know that I'd spend $1,500 on a Springfield. If I had disposable income enough, I'd do it. But then again, if I'm probably looking at a 1911 like that, I'm actually probably I'm going back over to six hour. And and then and then if I had a lot of money, I'm going after the Combat Master. <laughs> Absolutely. So I mean, the Prodigy is interesting to me. It's not like I must have that. Uh, I, I, have you noticed that a lot of what we're looking at also this year is not necessarily even new mo- new design? That's not even the right, the right word. 
not new construction and engineering at all, but a lot of stuff that's coming out from places like Shadow Systems, Dan Wesson, uh, Terran Tactical, that are just basically modern, uh, not modern, um, manipulated versions of the exact same thing that are just snazzied up. That is absolutely true, except for my next contestant. Okay. Henry Rifles. <laughs> First semi-auto 9mm. This is actually, as goofy as this thing looks, this is my gotta have it. Now, I um, am not going to suggest that I don't need to have one of these at some point. And you know as well as I do that I am a big fan of pistol caliber carbines. Right, I like you and me both. I I love them. I think they're fantastic. I I live in an area where a pistol caliber carbine is a is a, f- a very functional tool uh, it, it, to do to do things with. And we go back to me and my obsession with nine millimeter. It's called the Homesteader, and it is literally for what I would use it for in Texas, which is a varmint gun, for all intents and purposes. It uh, now here's the kicker. Okay, now Henry actually thought about this, and I thought this was freaking brilliant. Okay, I really do, and I I am always in, uh, impressed with Henry, who is a name that comes out of historical obscurity back to life because of the quality and the attention to detail that they take into those firearms. Has moved into some different areas, but they took their time. And they looked around and said, what could we do that would be meaningful? And they came up with a pistol caliber carbine. And I, a lot of people make pistol caliber carbines, but why is this different? Okay, I'm going to tell you why it's different. Two things. Okay? It's a Henry. It's a Henry, which means you know it's going to be built correctly. <laughs> not, only, not, not only that, but you could just say, I have a Henry. It's no, it's no different than the fact that when I drive around in the Sprinter van for work, I get I have no hesitation to tell people I drive a Benz. Drive a Merc. It's fine. It's nine millimeter, which is the correct the correct one for most of these these uh, pistol caliber carbines for for the type of thing that it's doing, which is we call it trash work here, where you're you're dealing with with animals that are harmful to the environment in which they find themselves in. Um, that's uh, we call it trash work, but. What they've done, and I thought this was brilliant, is they've put three, not one, not two, but three different magazine load adapters on this thing. So if you wanted to, you could take your 9mm Glock magazine, load it right up. You could take your 9mm SIG magazine, load it right up. And you could take your 9mm Smith & Wesson magazine. Load it right up. You could also have the Henry default one and not buy any of the adapters. But if you have a particular style of magazine that you would like to load into the Henry Homesteader 9mm, you can do that. All three major brands are supported. That is brilliant. I don't care what anybody says. That will get me to buy the gun more than anything else. Brilliant work. And it's Henry, so you know it's going to last. And it's got a thread muzzle. And I have to have one. And the MSRP for this is under nine hundred dollars. The MSRP is eight twenty, which means you're probably going to see it in a store for seven fifty. Which means I'm buy one of these. Oh, absolutely. New. I'm buy one. As soon as absolutely. I see one available to buy, I'm a buy one. That is brilliant, brilliant. Bravo, Henry. Now, with that said, as much as we love the Henry rifles, I've got two things to go along with that. One is is Marlin is saying that we're actually starting to ramp up, ramp up manufacturing, that you should actually be able to find a Marlin 336 
on the market in the foreseeable future. They're also remaking a classic version of the 336. I am upset with Marlin right now. They're like that ex who never called me back or something <laughs> like that. Like, like you've been saying this for a while, Marlin. Okay, like you're going to forgive me for not calling you back right now. Um, it's been a little while since we talked. And I'm well, slightly upset, all right? <laughs> well, the other thing is is that uh, the next thing that TriStar is cloning is Henry Rifles. Now, I did see that. Now, what the, the first thing they're actually putting out is their version of Henry's Lever Action 410. Now, I have a Henry Lever Action 410. Okay, I, I know Lever you know. Lever Action 410 or a Henry, just a, I thought that was a single shot. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, a single, uh, yeah, I have a single shot Henry 410. Yeah. Now, I can honestly tell you that the quality on that gun is better than any other shotgun I own other than like a fab arm at one time. It is so solidly and beautifully built that it is honestly, it was instantly a family heirloom. I'm not even kidding about that. Hell, I've, I've got their, uh, a short barrel version of their lever action 410. It's got the axe handle grip on it now. And I have on, uh, a saved, uh, on one of the tabs of my laptop, the, in the actual cart, a stock to turn it into a short barrel shotgun as soon as I have the disposable income to spend on it. <laughs> uh, actually, TriStars, kind of swinging for the fences in that mid-range uh, area. They have the uh, the Viper G2 Pro coming out in stainless with uh, double-grade walnut stocks. Now, the I've shot the uh, TriStar Viper. I didn't like it. The G2 Pro is supposed to be... They're supposed to have fixed all the uh, little in, uh, quirks and features. Well, tri, TriStar is hit and miss. I, they really I've, are. I've shot their shotguns before and wasn't really all that impressed. Not that I really know as much about the shotguns. Whereas their clones of the CZ pistols are excellent. You know, I... I would largely agree with you. I really like their CZ pistol clones. They they do a lot of cool stuff. So so am I telling you that a Henry clone made by TriStar is actually going to be a good thing or not? I have no clue. I simply find it interesting that that's kind of the next road they're going down. Yeah, they're modeling the G2 Pro after the Beretta A300 Ultima. It's really what they're hitting. That's like if you put them next to each other and you took the logos off, you might be forgiven for getting them confused. Okay, that's well, they're, really they're, what they're hitting well, they, for. They've always been very good at the at making them cosmetically look almost identical. Right. But the question is, is how does, does it, it fire? function, right? Yeah. Now, I've had a Viper. Now, to be completely fair, I it was a used Viper. Um, I don't know how many rounds have been through it. It was an original... Um, release Viper. If I remember correctly, this was one of those ones that you put like two rounds through and went, no. Yeah, had it for a week. And and that was six days too many. Uh, it was it was not good. But um, now they've had three updates, and now this G2 Pro is going to be a third update or fourth update. Uh, it, it may be uh, remarkably better. I, I don't know. Uh, I can tell you the the I'm a sucker for walnut and stainless, 
that that's going to work on me just just so everybody knows uh that's that's a good combo for Johnny uh but uh they also have the uh the GT Pro bronze which is you know just basically seracoded it's bronze seracoded but when you're talking about you know at the at at a a 12 gauge being less than $900 and you get an automatic that is quote unquote comparable to a Beretta just buy the Beretta. You know, like if you're spending, you know, there the MSRP is eight seventy, right? Which means you're probably going to find this thing for seven ninety nine. You can buy an A three hundred Ultima for eight hundred bucks. In my personal opinion, take the Beretta. You know, it's just me, but um, I I mean, for the same money, why would you buy the TriStar? I mean, I, I don't understand that. Like, I, I will say that every once in a while, TriStar comes up with delusions of grandeur with what they're going to charge for things. I mean, I have had at the store in the case a CZ um, 70, CZ uh, P1 and a TriStar of the same version sitting right next to each other, and there was a $100 difference. So yeah. under those circumstances, just spend the extra 100 bucks and get the CZ. Yeah, just just take the CZ or, or whatever it is. Now, sometimes they'll bring those prices down for a little bit, and it's fine. Um, <laughs> speaking of bringing things down, uh, the, uh, the A300 Ultima is uh, now coming out in a patrol version, which is essentially, you know, the same gun we were talking about earlier that's a, a, one of the best automatic field guns for mid-grade money that you can buy. Uh, they're like, look, this is a great platform. Let's make it a defense gun. Well, I, I think I was looking at a version of this that was one of the uh, um, in, important, famous person modified versions, and your response was, look at this one. It's the same thing. It's just the stock version. Yeah, it's it's and, and it's an eighteen it's an it's an eighteen inch barrel defensive shotgun that should be beautiful. Yeah, it's it's really what it is. I mean, and and if you like that in a defense gun, look, the the three hundred Ultima is a fantastic platform. It really is. It's it's rugged. It it performs well. There is uh, very very uh, little you could do to it to harm it. Uh, Making a tactical firearm out of it just makes sense. I mean, the whole thing is Cerakoted anyway. Chop the barrel up, put a a good magazine hanger on it, put a fat tube on it and a decent stock, and you have a hell of a defensive gun. I don't see the problem with that. I don't need one, but it's a very viable alternative to me. Oh, it's no different than going all balls out on a Benelli for a defense gun. Not at all, and it's probably going to cost you less, to be quite honest. Because <laughs> a Benelli M2 is going to be... A, it's an Italian classic. Uh, <laughs> In case your hands become wet. The <laughs> sensuality with which he says that is what kill, it just takes Oh, uh, it's just so good. I, I love that. I want him to sell me guns all the time. Uh, uh, and, and I do have an excuse for you to watch the Super Bowl this year. There's going to be John Wick commercials left and right. Damn it. But I hate watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm going to watch this freaking Super Bowl. Uh, well, I maybe. I, <laughs> Not to say that I mind watching the Super Bowl, but, you know, the Eagles are going to make it, so. All right. Just hush your mouth. No, 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 no. The Eagles should never win anything, all right? Dude, <laughs> dude, dude, dude. 
I know I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I hate the Eagles. It's anyone playing the Eagles. That's who my favorite team is. Dude, I I, I live outside of Philadelphia. I'm going to be packing up my shit and driving your way in a few moments if you keep this up. (laughs) (laughs) Remember the warning you gave me about talking to Beef about Green Bay? (laughs) You're an Eagles fan? Oh, I live right smack. I mean, I, I am literally either an hour south of Philadelphia and an hour north of Baltimore. So you live closer to their treachery. That's all that means. <laughs> That's follow, all that is. I follow whoever's good that year. So this year it was the Eagles. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know I don't care about sports. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so there is one thing that I did want to uh, to show you here. I don't know if you saw it or not. Are you familiar with the Rock Island Armory 50ST? Uh, I think so. Show me the picture again, because I, I know I looked at it when I saw your list, and I'm drawing a blank on this one though. Yeah, here. Um, ah, yes, I did see this, and I think it's awful. I I I was like, okay. So if you can imagine this, viewers, if you're not looking this up, Rock Island Armory 5.0ST. It is as if somebody took a 1911, shaved it down, and then stuck a Glock slide on it. Uh, now, see, the thing is is that Rock Island was actually even putting out, as of last year, though I didn't see it go anywhere, a clone of the Gen 3 Glock 17. Were there? I, I yeah. guess I didn't see that. As I said, it didn't go anywhere. Oh. But that's because <laughs> it was last year and nobody was still really innovating or doing anything new. Um, but that just looks like a disaster. I I don't know what this is for. I mean, I and I know that's a standard thing. Like, oh, I don't know what it's for. No, I really don't know what well, they were shooting for with this. No pun intended. Well, well, there are there are a couple of companies out there, and they're not the you know really snazzy ones like um, uh, Smith and Wesson or Sig or Kimber or any of those people who make the uh, interesting 1911s. But and I am looking it up right now. Uh, oh, like American Tactical. Um, oh, okay. They started making um, 1911s with polymer frames. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which though I kind of go, well, then what's the point of having a 1911? But that being said, at least it's an interesting idea. This just looks like an abomination. This is an uh, eight plus inch overall length. Uh, the overall width is 1.33 inches. Uh, they say it has a super soft recoil. And uh, they have like a burly man shooting it in their their website, and then they have a woman shooting it of slight blonde build, and it looks giant in her hands. So I mean, this is definitely a full sized nine millimeter, uh, and it is nine millimeters, not forty five. It's seventeen plus one capacity. The sights on it are huge, uh, but adjustable. I, I guess I, I guess what I'm looking at this is is saying first of all it, it doesn't have any appeal to me but that really doesn't make a whole lot of difference. I guess what I'm looking at this thing thinking is is what market is this trying to squeeze into? Yeah, and that's really what I was saying. Like, what is this for? Where, where did you uh, see this slotting in? Because uh, like a lot of the guns we covered here uh, today, like the 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 80x Cheetah. It's very clear they're going after women shooters. I happen to like it. A lot of guys actually like it because it's a neat gun. It's just a well, small 92. Well, I get it. 
Well, even the arrogant guy was making fun at him when they making fun of them when they when they said, "Well, we're kind of marketing this towards women." He sits there and goes, "What about guys who who like, like women's skin? Yeah. yeah, who like women's skin? Because that's nice. I like that. You know, like he liked it. Everyone likes it. Everyone who puts their hands on it goes, "Wow, that's really nice. I well, I want one of these. Everyone does or, that. Or even like the Smith and Wesson. I may look at that and go." I don't like that, but at least I can see what the market is. Yeah. I don't see what the market for this is. Yeah, I mean, you look at anything, and it doesn't even just have to be pistols. Look at the Henry uh, uh, pistol carbine. I know what that's for. I know what market they're trying to break into. I personally think because it's Henry and because of the adaptability, they're going to do very well. But I know what that's for, and I know who it's targeted. It's not actually targeted at me. I, I know who that's for. I don't know exactly where they're pitching this, right? Because if ever there was a generic full-size 9mm, this looks like it. You could tell I they were trying to go for edgy, but it just didn't work. I don't, I don't see anybody looking at that in the, in the case and going, that's what I've been looking for. Yeah, like lovingly carrying that around. Like, and tell me if you're the same way. I might just be weird. But if you get a gun, like a new gun, even a new, for me, even a new shotgun, do you just sit there with it in your lap and pet it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> do that all the time. Do, do you get the, will you put that away? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Could we, could we not do this conversation with you holding a shotgun in your lap? I'm like, what? And I, and I realize that, but I mean, it doesn't matter what it is or, or whatever. I'll sit there and just pet it, right? I can't imagine doing that with this. You know, like, I'll give you an example. I have the Taurus G3C. I like the gun. I think it's a great firearm for what it is. I keep it in my office because I work from home, and I'm normally in my office. I don't want to run all the way to you, and I know that's first-person problems. I don't want to run all the way to my bedroom in case there's a problem. I keep it in my office. It's it's five feet from me. Um, I didn't sit with that one. It's it's a workhorse. It's designed to be a workhorse. I train with it. I make sure I can shoot it. I make sure I can know how to load it. I make sure it's in good repair. I make sure it's all polished and, and nice and oiled and everything. And then it sits in a box. You mean you don't make sure that one's pretty? <laughs> I did polish the bolt and the or I did polish the the barrel. I did. I did do that. Um, you know me. I can't just have like the only gun that I left perfectly stocked because I thought nothing absolutely could be improved upon it was my Cheetah. It's black, it's got a little holster wear, and it's perfect. Um, the only thing I did I'm, is... I'm, I'm surprised you didn't, like, replace, like, the uh, the trigger, the trigger with a, uh, like, a, a gold skeletalized trigger and then put, like, gold buttons on it. And I could an ivory have. grip. And... I could have, and on the 92 I did, as I you know. remember, I could have. But I just kept looking at the cheetah because it was going to be a concealed carry. It wasn't going to be a play gun. It wasn't going to be a range gun. It was a concealed carry gun. Concealed carry gun. Looking at it, going, it's perfect the way it is. It's just perfect, and it's what I always wanted. And it and it it turned out to be like it was the one hero I met that lived up to the legend, right? But I don't actually sit and play with the Rug or with the Taurus. It's just a gun. It's just a, it's a workhorse and it's there for my security. It was a hundred dollars. It's not a big deal. I threw a light on it. It sits in a box. I, I look at it as a tool. 
I don't know what the 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 RIA uh, the Rock Island 5.0 ST is trying to be. I don't know if it's trying to be a tool, a range toy. Uh, it it I can see it's way too big to conceal. It's got too many points on it. I, I don't I don't know what this is for. Who is this for? Like, point me in a direction. Tell me who it's for. I mean, I I'm not arguing with you. I just don't know exactly where they're aiming for with that one. Well, uh, speaking of your Taurus, uh, Taurus has actually stepped out. Uh, they have what has been over the past few years considered to be one of the uh, best just target 22s out there, which is the TX-22. Uh, it Not only is it just flawless as far as how, how it will run, but it also has the highest capacity of 22 that just about any other handgun. And they made a compact version of it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is fantastic. How much is the compact version old? Do you remember? Uh, Thirteen. Well, that's handy. But but that's still a lot for a twenty-two. That's a that's a that huge size. amount. It's about the same size as their GX4, which is the uh, concealed carry version of what you have. I I know there's some some opinions on this, so I'm going to ask you what you think. Is a twenty-two high enough caliber for you to carry concealed, sir? No, I don't think it same, is either. But at the same time, being the fact that it is about the same physical size as what I do carry, and the expense that goes into shooting these days, have I considered just going ahead and getting that for a training pistol and just be having something that I can go fire off at the range and not worry about and not have dollar signs going off in my head every time that I pull the trigger? Yes. Oh, so you're saying it's a, it's analogous for the the compact version? See, I, I would just use it as a range toy. I just use the Taurus 22 as a range toy and play with it. But but see, that's what I'm saying. It's something that I can take to the range. It's gonna. I know it's not gonna have the same recoil and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of times, I actually do better when it comes to training and getting my target sense back without as much recoil because I don't find myself then anticipating recoil. Yeah, it's also like 65% cheaper to shoot. Exactly. I can go to the range, spend 20 bucks at the range, and then spend another 20 bucks for, what, 500 rounds? Yeah. Versus, you know, I think these days it's costing me about 30 bucks for 100 rounds in 9mm. Now, what's funny is the TX-22 actually goes for more than their frontline 9mm. Because a TX-22 costs you 400 bucks. You can get a G3C for 350 30 at shields right now yeah uh, that's ridiculous to me i'm not paying 400 for a 22 <laughs> it's not happening a 22 pistol not happening oh but but the 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 tx20 the the compact is looking like it's probably going to go um uh re- once you actually hits retail for somewhere around 250 oh that's not bad that if, might if be doable it, if it's a if it's a 250 dollar gun i might pick that up Okay, so Taurus TX-22 Compact, the MSRP is 400 so that means you're probably looking at about 325 350 um, I can probably get it for 250 to 3 I bet you you could. I bet you you could. Especially if this thing doesn't set the world on fire immediately. You know, I don't think Taurus, is, Taurus is famous for like, hey, will you buy it at this? All right, would you believe 50 bucks cheaper? Would you believe $25 under that? You know, like, and they'll find out where they actually sit in the market, and then they'll just stabilize there. Taurus is famous for that. Uh, but I, you know, the the one thing I will say 
And, you know, I saw some, you know, there's a lot of 1911s out there. You know, there's like Oracle Arms. They do a double stack freaking, you know, they're now, 2311 or whatever. Now, if the price of that one had not driven the wind from my body, <laughs> that was that was actually one of the ones I looked at and went, oh, damn, that could be really nice. And then when they got to the end of the thing and said, what's the MSRP on it? And the MSRP on it was, even when you start talking about dropping down towards repail, the MSRP on it was three grand. I didn't pay that for my first car. Yeah, no. So, so that that just went from a dream gun to a oh hell no. Yeah, no. That you're smoking crack. You, you just are. I'm not paying. There's no way. There's no way. I, like I'm not there, doing that. There's there's no way without me winning the Powerball that I have that much disposable income. Yeah, just no, just no. I mean, there there was some some cool stuff. Uh, you know, the, one of the non uh, firearm related things that uh, I can say that I saw that I really did like uh, was, did you see the Extreme Defense Fluted Defense Round? I did, and it was a really interesting idea the way they actually did that. Um, my only question is, is what does it cost per round? Yeah, and that was my problem as well. Like, they don't tell you prices on that stuff because I thought it was an interesting presentation and an interesting way to go about solving an interesting problem, which is, um, it, if, for those of you not familiar with it, w- defense rounds and expansion is always an issue, right? So you have to get the velocity to get the expansion that you're looking for. Otherwise, the the round is not as effective. They change that by not having expansion. And that, so they have these flutes that kind of do the damage for you. And that's actually an interesting way to solve the physics problem. It, it, and really what that comes down to is 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 compared to what I'm already paying per round for my defensive ammo, if it's close, I would switch over in a heartbeat. I think it's a fantastic idea. I, I mean, mean, I, not, I don't not know. Only, not only that being a get, getting the same amount of energy delivered to the target out of a lighter round also then comes comes back into reducing recoil. Yeah. So so you're going to have a, an easier time on target with that as well. So it's definitely an interesting idea. The, what's the, the question is, is, is it priced? It does it have a price point to make it worth it for me to change. Yeah. And I, I there's no real numbers on this. They're not actually selling it yet. Um, and the, which is a little difficult because you're like, well, okay, cool. How much does this cost? Cause that was my first question too. Is like, how much does this cost? And they're like, Oh, it's not available yet. You know? And you're like, well, Crap, you know, <laughs> like, can I get this in a 380? Yes, it'll be available in 380. I'm like, classic. All right, cool. How much is it? And they're like, we don't know. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, well, I mean, if we're going here, we can also talk about the other, you know, ex-girlfriend who likes to tease us. High point. Damn it. You know, <laughs> I, I love those guys. They, and they are once again claiming that the Yeet Cannon, the official Yeet Cannon, not the one that's just the, the C9 with Yeet Cannon painted on the side of it, but the honest-to-God upgraded Yeet Cannon should be out this year. Now, to be fair and on balance here, okay, to borrow from the Aaron Harrington series, on balance, I have not seen one of these out at range day. Nope. I, I have not seen one of them fire. Yet. Nope, but the guy being interviewed did claim that he could put a firing pin in the one he had, and it would fire. I think that's BS. 
<laughs> like yes. High Point has hurt me before. <laughs> I'm not believing them at this point. Show us on the doll where High Point hurt you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right in my heart. They hurt me right here. Um, I, I just, I, I cannot get there from here just cause I, I know, I know they're going to lie to me ever since arrogant guys sat like half naked on their couch. It was like, Oh yeah. Like all of them were high on weed and stuff. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Ever since then, we have not seen one of these. Okay. It is not happening. So I, 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 I'm skeptical, <laughs> but I want, I want one so bad, but I want one. So like you, I want one. <laughs> So damn bad. I really I, I, do. I want, one, I want to modify the ever-loving hell out of it. That thing's going to have a scope on the top of it. It's going to have a compensator on the front of it. And when I take that out and just lovingly caress it, people are going to ask me, why would you do that? See, I'm going the other way. My yeet cannon, and I've already talked to the metalsmith and the gunsmith who are going to machine these for me. Um. So I don't I've, have access to that. Yeah, I've I've talked to that, and you know, because I I've been gunsmithing for a little while, and I've been doing some stuff, but I've talked to these guys, and they have assured me that they can machine gold-plated hardware, gold-plated trigger mechanism, <laughs> gold-plated all kinds of stuff in the trigger, and I will have a blinged-out yeet cannon. Such as, you know, like the likes of two chains would just completely lose his shit over. Um, it, uh, see, see, I want mine to look like a, a version of Han Solo's pistol. I would like mine to look like the gentleman, gentleman's crappy pistol. Like I spent way too much on a on you, a you, gremlin. You could go, you could go full on um, uh, man with the golden gun. With yeah, that. no, that's that's kind of my my thing. I want to go like. Yeah, see, see I, why I would want, you spend this money on that? I, I want mine to look like Han Solo's pistol, or at least as close as you can get that to look, and then have a drop leg holster to, to, to carry it. <laughs> You just get the the drop leg dog, you know, the the hog leg thing, and just be like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah, no, it is it is fantastic in every way. Um, I, hats off to High Point. We love them. Um, they they make some... well the the one thing I will give them credit for. Now it could be complete bullshit, but the statement is is the reason why it hasn't come out yet is because they haven't got to a point where they can guarantee functionality, and they and that's and that's High Point's thing. Yep. Guns are cheap, but they work. But they work, and that's that's all they've built their name on. And, and and I have to give them credit for that because, on the other hand, you know my favorite gun manufacturer, Six Hour, has this habit of going, "Well, we think it works. Let's just sell them, and when they start fucking up, we'll know what we need to fix." <laughs> well, you know, in handguns, my favorite gun manufacturer goes, "Uh, change it." Ciao. <laughs> you know, like it's perfect the way it is. It's fine. Uh, we give you this much changes. Uh, uh, we don't really want to make that anymore. <laughs> oh, I have another. What's the point? Firearm for you, if you if you like. Um, have you seen the new the the, the new Glock that that are, that they're throwing out there? And I'm drawing a blank on the number. I think it's the 42. No, and it's not the 42. I think it's like a 44. Shit, I don't remember the name, the actual number they put on it. But they are they are telling us that it is the most innovative, industry changing firearm to come out. I saw in that. Years. It looks like the same goddamn Glock they've been selling for thirty years. Well, okay. Do you do you know what the Glock 19X is? Yes. Okay. So basically, it's a Glock 17 grip with a Glock 19 slide. Yeah. 
Okay, well, this new one that is going to alter the landscape of fire of the firearm industry for decades to come. Is it the reverse more, of that? Is the reverse of that. It's a Glock 17 slide on a Glock 19 grip. I feel altered. Do you feel altered? <laughs> I feel touched in all the wrong places. <laughs> Like, come on, man. You're like, you guys couldn't think of anything else? And and the answer is, apparently, no. The only thing that could have made this announcement better and and more just bullshitty than it already was is if Joe Biden had given it. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, and, and the version I saw was in tactical peanut butter. And I'm like, you guys, like. You're serious? You're serious about it. You're you're not kidding, are you? Like it would be way better if you were kidding. <laughs> you know? Like I consider like I keep waiting for Glock to turn into Disney and then like like reissue all the Glock first gens and be like, "Look, buy them now or they're going back in the vault." You know, like I that's the kind of crap I expect from Glock at this point. <laughs> Glock is the Disney of the firearms world. It kind of is. The only thing they haven't started doing yet is buying up all the other manufacturers. <laughs> Why? They're not Glock. <laughs> Nine! <laughs> yes, but if they were acting like Disney, the next year you'd be seeing Sig Sauer brought to you by Glock. Brought to you by Glock. Of Glock Company. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we couldn't get the government contract, so we'll buy the people we'll who did. Just buy it. Fuck it. <laughs> absolutely that would be something that they would do but you know and i love the glock guys i I mean look say what you want to glock is a very reliable pistol well and i and i'm not saying that the formation of what they did wasn't necessarily a bad idea i mean people have been having their you know having a glock 17 and a glock 19 and flip-flopping slides and and grips back and forth between the two for decades now just the fact that that okay and now you've decided to sell one like that great it's not that innovative, dude. It's not revolutionary, okay? <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's most of the stuff that we've seen this year. Although we've been so thirsty for any kind of differences or any kind of new thing that anything they do is is like newsworthy because they haven't done anything in the last 2 years. That this is exciting. But you're right. There's nothing that they can point to other than the, the bullpup pistol, which nobody can figure out why the hell you'd want oh, one. Oh, 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 no. There's there's one more, and you know which one it is. You just haven't thought of it yet today, and you're going to hate me for bringing it back up to you. What? The new Bond Arms. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Lever Action AR. What kind of abortion <laughs> is happening at Bondar? No, no, no. You have, I think it was you who sent me this and of put that freaking earworm in my brain. I had to watch that son of a bitch. <laughs> and then I had to watch it again to make sure that my brain hadn't had some kind of infarction or something and just short-circuited. Here's, here's what they did. I'm a little upset, all right? I'm a little upset. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I just threw a soldier into John's lap. Damn it! I was so pissed. Hey, hey, it's not that bad. You, 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 you stop it! You stop it right now! <laughs> you, you say shit like that to me. It's not that bad. <laughs> hey, they've got Remington eight seventy furniture on it. I, I really don't like your face right now. 
it's just it's not okay. it's, it's mean spirited is what they're doing. Bond Arms came up with a lever action lower that you can put a um, AR fifteen upper upper onto onto, and then they have it stocked with an eight seventy stock. So they well, basically Franken rifled something together. Well, see, here's the thing that I was thinking that you could do with this to at least make it passable, which would be to put a wood foregrip on it and a wood 18, 870 stock on it and at least make it passable. I was so pissed off. I'm like, what <laughs> in all that is holy? Why would you do that? Like, why would you do this? This is not, and they didn't even put a pretty uh, 870 stock on it. They put that stupid angular mother on that looks like it belongs in Halo. <laughs> and this is a lever action. Okay, it's a lever action lower with an AR upper. It is. And it takes AR magazines. Yeah, it is the world's worst abortion of a gun. And I, because no. I hate it, it's going to be popular. Well, uh, the, the, the one thing I'm looking at this going is as much as they're swearing that it's not going to. There's no way you can tell me that you're not going to smack your hand on the magazine every time you try to run. Oh my god, dude, you are so going to do that. <laughs> it is so going to happen. Thank God it's not running like an AK mag. Otherwise, you'd probably dislodge the magazine. I was going to say you'd probably just knock it out. I mean, it's not. Here's here's one of my pet peeves, and this is a huge pet peeve, and it's resting state. All right, and I know this is an aesthetic thing, and I know it's a thing, but it's an in its resting cocked state. The lever for the lever action does not rest anywhere close to the grip. It is a half inch to three quarters of an inch off. Yeah, but that's what you've always disliked about the old Winchester style lever actions, anyway. Which is <sighs> even looks like the Rossi was a um, a clone of. Noise the crap. Just be a Henry. Just be a Henry. Be correct. Why are you doing this to us? <laughs> hey, like, just, no, you're right. It's my soldier. This gun is my soldier. <laughs> I'm sorry for those of you who are new here or don't know. Like, uh, I, uh, see, the worst part of it is I was trying to figure out whether or not you had blocked it out of your mind or if you are hoping I wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> Fuck, I hate this thing. <laughs> I hate it. It's like, no, it's all the bad things put in one thing. You do realize it now has to be the picture for... (laughs) I wrote it down. I did. I wrote it down. Put abortion on cast pick. I know. I totally wrote it down. It's it's like all the things that are bad for, for me, like in modern firearms. It's like, hey, we're doing tactical lever actions now. That's not so bad. Oh, by the way, we did it with an 870 stock and an upper firm in AR. Oh, wow. Who's doing it? Bond arms. The Derringer people? Yes. <laughs> yes, them. Why? <laughs> they ran out of Derringers to do. <laughs> no, they actually did introduce a couple of new ones. I know, and they're all the same. <laughs> they're all the same. With I think what they tried to do was uh, use a different alloy for the metal construction to make them a little bit lighter than what they've been in the past. Yeah, because that's now, what they if need, you're, more recoil. <laughs> I was about to say, now, if you're using the Bond Arms 4570 with the new lighter grip. Nicknamed the Tibia Snapper. <laughs> As you might imagine. I have some problems with this particular well, I, I can probably area. tell you what they were thinking, and I and I think it's kind of a dumbass direction to go. Uh, it, is they were thinking, you've got all these people with all these AR uppers, and if they make semi-automatic rifles illegal, here's an option for them. No, that's totally what they were thinking. I mean, but clearly. At the same, but at the same time, making all that stuff illegal is not going to work. 
No. I mean, it's, it, it, I mean, it, hell, they just passed, or not even passed. Um, uh, the ATF just made their new rule with regards to arm braces, the same one I've already had in the state of Delaware, but they just made it uh, nationwide. And to say that the different firearms organizations are lining up to see who gets to sue them first, it, it, damn. Yeah, it's not going to last long. No. I mean, it's just it's just stupid. And But I, and, I look and at this and, and though, go, wow. And though it's not going to work, there are like several resolutions to just abolish the ATF on the House floor right now. Yeah. None of them are going to work. No, just like the, the, the resolution to abolish the, the IRS. It's not like the IRS doesn't do that. We at the IRS do not wish to be dissolved, so we shall not be. You know, like it's not going to What are you going to do? The FBI do not have a sense of humor we are aware of. That's exactly where I was going. Um, yeah, I look at this and go, this is a solution to a problem that doesn't exist, but they may be thinking further ahead than I am. Okay, cool. Uh, I hate this. <laughs> I do. I hate this. I, I don't like anything about it. I understand the need, why they think there might be a need for it, but it, to me, it, it like crosses all boundaries. Like it's. Now, now here, here's my question for you. And, and, and if you haven't, Hell, see if the man can Skype in and come on for like an hour next week just to just to have this conversation. Have you shown it to Buana? No, I haven't. I need to hear his response to this. <laughs> now you can just have the conversation and relay it if you want. But if he's he wants to shit actually, a brick. <laughs> but if he wants to come on to shit a brick in public, he's I I I I'd appreciate it. But that being said, I understand if he doesn't want to do this podcast thing anymore and just wants to relay his conversation through you. I can give I can give you a good stab at what he's going to do. Oh, the lever action's the only goddamn reliable thing about it. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it's going to sound something like that. Well, because we we know he appreciates a lever action, but we also know that he hates the AR-15. With a, a passion which I cannot explain to people. So, yeah. so, so the question is: is is this like the redheaded bastard stepchild as far as he's concerned? But I I don't know. Um, and this one's got a handle on it, which means it's technically speaking in this picture ATF illegal. Uh huh. <laughs> well, as I said, it, 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 not to say that I am in any way, shape, or form in the market for this firearm. I'm not. You know, I I, I really. I, if I've got to already have something that's not legal to shoot a whole all the the two two three and five five six I've stocked up, um, but if I were to as I said the first thing I would do is be ripping the fore end off of it and putting something wood on there and ripping that eight seventy stock on there and getting a traditional eight seventy stock that might be that might make it better not great but better <laughs> uh, might make it more human. Yeah, I would. I would be interested to see what Bono would say about this because I don't think he's gonna have good things. But uh, you know what? I could be wrong. I could be wrong. As I said, I'm I'm curious just because of he, he he's very very opinionated when it comes to certain rifles. Uh, that is something of an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll just uh. We'll just say that, yeah, for sure. So is there anything else you wanted to go over today, Jake? No, I think I pissed you off enough with the last one. Oh, I, just, I hate that guy. All right, so. <laughs> oh, uh, and it just, I, I don't know if Sean was going to go here or not, and I may be just interrupting him. If I am, I'm sorry. Uh, it, considering the fact that we have been enjoying the hell out of the um, 
listener commentary and listener uh, attempts to uh, join the conversation. If you have something you saw new at SHOT Show that you're interested in talking about or hearing us talk about, uh, definitely throw us a line. If you have a response to any of our complaints, loves, or downright loathes of uh, any of the firearms in question that we've talked about today, please drop us an email. Sean, tell them how. Absolutely. Uh, hit us up at hawkseyeguns at gmail.com. That's hawks, plural, eyeguns at gmail.com. And uh, I know that's less professional than it could be, but um, I don't want to pay any money for email, and Gmail is free. So uh, please let us know if you have something to talk about, even if it's not SHOT Show related or anything like that, uh, firearms-wise. And uh, we enjoy the hell out of reading them uh, from you guys, and we enjoy the hell out of uh, hearing what your guys' uh, perspective is on, on this different stuff. I mean, SHOT Show just dropped uh, here as this is recorded. I think it wrapped up two days ago. So all this stuff is fresh and in the mix and everything. And some of this stuff, like the TriStar stuff, I think we're going to see very soon. Beretta stuff in the next couple of months. Uh, Henry insists that you're going to be seeing the Homesteader this year. Uh, bullpup pistols? Nope. High point? I don't believe you. I just don't believe you. I want to. I, I want know. to. With all my heart, I want to. I don't believe you. But with all my heart, I wish that that was true. Uh, but other than that, we will see you guys next week. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawkseyeguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.